We just shout out our sponsors while we're waiting for our guests. Oh, it's yay. Swami Select. It's Candy Are Pans. we live already? We may be live. We may be in astrology zone in about that time. It happens. But Is it already are... astrology time? No, it's not. Oh. It, it happens later, but we'll get there. I was there. ready we'll get if, there. if we were actually look, live. Look, are we live? Rushing. We don't need to rush. We're having fun. <laughs> I'm going to do the intro real quick. <laughs> Mary Jane, good Ooh. afternoon. Welcome to About That Time. Hello. I'm your host, Noah Rubin, and today we are very, very excited to have a magical, special guest, a friend of the family, Zoe Ligon at Thongria. Uh, Zoe, if you're not familiar, is an amazing artist. She's an entrepreneur. She's a sex educator. She is the founder and owner of the Shop Spectrum Boutique curator of some of the world's most enjoyable sex toys, earning herself the nickname, the Dildo Duchess. I gave it to myself, but yeah. Whatevs, well earned. No one's questioned, no one questions you. They're like, oh, you're not really actually, the Dildo Duchess. I would love Duchess. for like, there to be a competition, like, you know, like for somebody to be like, actually, I think that I should be the Dildo Duchess and like have it be a showdown. That would be a great well, like, reality. Well, award, award shows. shows and contests are a great way for brands to expand. So the well, Dildo Duchess competition... Could be presented by Shop Spectrum Boutique. Guys, yes. look out for it Ugh. in a town near you soon. The Dildo Duchess Please, competition. Please, I need to share who, it. Who shall become the princess of dildos? The Duchess has been crowned, but the princess has yet to be named. Oh my God. It's exciting, Zoe. Zoe, thank you so much for coming through. We have a very important thing that we like to initiate our About That Time episodes with. We like it's to smoke after, It's afternoon here. It's afternoon. It's 420 on the East oh Coast. Oh my you God. Know? I, uh... I'm usually like a, oh, when the work of the day is all said and done, I'll take a hit. But honestly, the last four days in LA, I've just been like literally waking up and getting high and just relaxing on my friend's couch. And it's been very productive. That's what they call it. it. it sounds productive it, to me. It, yes, internally, emotionally. Well, people neglect to acknowledge the importance of rest. Being restful is actually being productive. I agree. You need to let your mind get into another space. You need to rejuvenate. You need to be calm. You need to have clarity mm. in order to be a, a genius. I've been thinking a lot about everybody's process, especially because I'm like staying with some close friends who are like in the middle of working and they need, they do things differently than I do. And I, I've just been, I'm writing a book right now. And a lot of that is just staring at a Google Doc, uh, writing a page or less than that, and just like sitting around. That was a weird place to like take a sentence break. It's okay. We are very open-minded when it comes to sentence breaks here. I sometimes I'm just like I've been holding this joint for like way too long. I should totally hit it. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, you should enjoy <laughs> it. Take your time. Again, we're talking about savoring life, about taking our time, about taking a moment to reflect how the moments of calm are actually being productive, you know? It's a paradox, but I think it's true. Sometimes you have to get mm. to another city. Coming out to LA can give you yes. that other vibe because you just get caught up in the hustle and bustle of whatever city you done be hailing from. There's no hustle and bustle in Detroit unless it is 5.30 p.m. on a weekday, literally. And just, that's and rush hour. Yeah, and it's people leaving Detroit to go back to their silly little suburbs. But no. I mean, you know, the sub I like suburbs. I'm from the suburbs. Like I'm from the suburbs. Some some folks are from the suburbs. That's how it goes. Tell me about Detroit. How long have you been in Detroit? I've been there for four years. I mean, here's the thing with Detroit, though. The suburbs are very different. There, I grew up in the D.C. suburbs, on the Maryland side, and that's you know, like there's like upper middle class, Chevy Chase. like 
Yeah, that's like the really fancy side. I grew up in Silver Spring, which is like a little bit more artistic. Got and you. Like Got a little you. bit more hippie. Fun, a little more funky but chic. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more granola moment. But in Detroit, it's different because, I mean, we in Detroit, we have the history of, you know, the auto industry, of course. And then white flight to the suburbs. Yeah. Um, you know, Detroit is a, a black city and part of the reason, like, I, that's why I'm so happy about the midterm elections because Rick Snyder, our shitty, per, shitty, uh, negligent, complacent to Flint and all of our water being poison, just like generally like white oligarchy, business entrepreneur bro, like not giving a fuck sadistic about black people sadistic, and black cities. And I mean, I can't, that's I can't kind say of the mean vibe. Enough. And I don't, did you see the new Michael Moore film, Fahrenheit 11.9? No, I need to He though. plays a very prominent role in that film and the things that are revealed are frankly I've nauseating. That. I feel He's like a, I've needed to take one of a the pause most, and not watch it. One of the most terrible should. politicians of all time, guys. But the good news now is, Zoe. we got Gretchen Zoe, Whitmer now. You're about to drop the good news, right? Yeah, Gretchen Whitmer was elected. Shout out Gretchen. You know, it's great because she's a Democrat and we also elected uh, pff, the propositions for weed to be recreationally weed is legal. legal in Michigan. Now here's the thing though. I've heard some, and you know, I'm not, like I'm a pothead, but I'm not like, I'm, dildos are my trade, not, sure, not sure. weed. But I have a lot of friends who are in different levels of the industry in Michigan and Detroit, like growers, dispensary managers, etc. Um, and there is the concern when it's recreationally legal that, you know, it's like going to just make it more, life more shitty for the original pioneers of the industry, I suppose. And I guess that's a concern with medical as well. Um, but I also think that there was something in there about like turning previous misdemeanor, not previous crimes into like penalties, right? And letting criminals go, and that makes me really feel feel optimistic. It's something we certainly, certainly support here at the show. I think that so many people get excited about legalization and having free weed, but they're not really thinking about the true matter at hand, which is all the folks that have been incarcerated over the years, people that are doing prison sentences, people who need to be free. Uh, as we enjoy the benefits of this plant, uh, they too should enjoy those freedoms. <coughs> and I'm also just like all about talking about how ridiculous it is for alcohol to be so just everywhere, in your face, being sold to you and socially pressured upon you constantly. And like, I drink alcohol, but... I've heard of it. Uh, it's just like, you know... And you have cannabis as a Schedule One drug, you know. Wacky, wacky stuff. Anyway, I know I'm preaching. But here we are. We're, ta we're, here. we're we're taking baby steps towards the future, right, Zoe? Well, I think about it in the sense that like sex toys are treated like a controlled substance. That's very true. And in Texas, up until recently, not to just be like I'm on the weed show and I'm gonna give you facts, but uh. Weed folks like facts, so. Oh, I, we, I we are your facts. We have weed, open arms. Weed people, to your we're just like everybody else. We're um, just like regular people. We, we like facts. Um, yeah, more than five dildos was a crime in Texas, and I over mean, you would expect dildos. that from yeah, over five dildos. I mean, you would expect that. Oh, excuse me. It's okay. The the succulents just pouring oh, out of truly. every orifice. Guys, in the this room. the jungle that is the about that time set. It's lush in here. <laughs> Things are wild. We can just trim our trim our foliage. 
roll it up in a joint. I'm like we just got, so close to a nip slip happening. If it happens, like it's fine. It would be an accident. It would I'm also be like, the first oh. nip slip on about that time, Zoe. Oh, really? It would be. We've never had a nip slip oh before. God. I, I don't know if it's going to catch too many headlines, but no. You know, we keep it chill. That's not what this space is for. No, headline it, catching. It, it is not. It is not. <laughs> it's. It is for also hanging out with our good friends here, sitting next to you on the couch. Uh, Bowie the cat and Puffy oh, the penguin. My babies. Yeah, oh, our little snuggles. friends. Are oh you my now, God. Are you cat person, dog person, penguin oh person? Oh my God. What's your vibe? I, I'm into both of them. Like, they're fucking adorable. They're kind of I, good couch buddies, right? <laughs> I just realized, like, my butt is like, my, my tushy is like a nice little backrest right now. Yeah, Puffy's, Puffy's <laughs> feeling it, I think. Yes, I I so rarely get to interact with this many animal friends. Well, now you have our Pegasus, Seabiscunt. Yeah. Oh my god. The Pegasus. This is like what Instagram and Snapchat filters really need to be like. Guys, we are reinventing the wheel. Instagram, Snapchat, we are open. We take retainers. Mm -hmm. We could consult for you. We could show you the future. Absolutely. Because we live, we're just living it in every day, right, Zoe? Absolutely. And. I'm I'm a cat person. Also, I really like dogs. I don't cats smell like piss all the time. I had an ancient cat that I adopted when she was ten. I was literally just talking about this in the car on the way to the breakfast I didn't have today. Um, <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, my cat died like exactly a year ago. She was sixteen. Her name was Trudy. But I the first time I tried to adopt a cat, I was twenty. It was a three-leggy cat, like adorable, such a sweetheart, baby. And I had recently tweeted like something about meth. Like I've never done meth, but like also like just like free, you know, you can tweet whatever the fuck you want. But like literally this adoption center was like, we saw that you are a, like you tweeted about meth. Like, and I don't even remember what the tweet was. It was something very like vague and innocuous but anyway they they like saw her hunted me down on the internet didn't let me adopt a cat because of it and i felt like that was the first time i was like whoa like whoa. internet and this was like whoa internet 2011 or something yeah but the, the internet can amplify things like that though i i have been an active member knows. of the animal community um and not all members of the animal community uh appreciate cannabis humor or internet humor sometimes mm -hmm. it just doesn't resonate with them and they can misinterpret it mm -hmm. uh, as a negative attitude towards animals which clearly it isn't oh you know it's so interesting too because I was raised with very minimal meat in my diet I'd say and my mom is currently a raw vegan oh, so I've learned a lot about and like you know it's for a mixture of reasons with her but uh there's a lot of good ones to go that yeah. way lots of good reasons well it's guys. like health and animal reasons and the planet yeah absolutely the planet is a great reason for being such a totally. vegan type folk i just think um i recently realized on the internet like sometimes i don't realize how public how, how much uh the way the, the the internet acts as a public forum does emotionally affect me and, you know, regardless of what my intention is in talking about, um, you know, animal products, it, like, is a very emotionally charged subject. But, um, so I recently just felt very emotionally affected, by the way. Like, some conversations went about that, like, yeah. in my public forum platform space, you know, which is for everybody, and I don't like to censor. Right. Um, but it 
goes some places, and even just watching other friends deal deal with and navigate things on the internet, it's it's so weird uh, right. that I don't know. But like, just watching the people navigate animal rights um, conversations and conversations about racial violence and cannabis and sexuality, and like really just working with all of the space in the the taboo, right? Um, or just like walking up to that line and seeing how people conversate around it. Anyway, it's like kind of my entire world in many ways. My And how my, do you feel about that? Oh my god, it's so emotionally overwhelming, but like in a very also fulfilling way. But um, it's weird being in LA because in Detroit, it's like even compared to the rest of America, it's like kind of not really, it's just a different city. It's it's true. In a, it feels like the '90s sometimes. But that like, might be comfort. Is that comforting? And stuff. It's like kind of chill. Um, Is it comforting in its sort yeah, of time capsule? I love it. I love it. That's um, wonderful. Yeah. Well, everybody's we, lovely there. Shout out to Detroit. We're giving yeah, you a big, big like a wonderful hug. human. Love Detroit. I'm giving I mean, not Detroit everybody. a thumbs up. I mean, not everybody. There's nowhere. Not like nowhere. There's nowhere that can make that promise. Dan Gilbert is excluded from that. I mean, he doesn't even live in Detroit. It's so. true. There you go. Sorry. Well, Zoe, <laughs> we sorry. like to make sure that we let everyone know what's going on with you. We've been chatting about all the good things, but we also like to give people a look. Yeah. You take some pictures from your Instagram and you Ooh. tell us the story behind the picture. Oh my God, I love this Are as a segment. Are you ready? Oh, fuck. Okay. okay. This is a, a work of art. We know you as a wonderful oh, artist. Yeah. You've collaborated with Mary Jane as an artist. This is clearly a work of your art. Let the people know what's, what's going on here. <laughs> You know, uh, none of my pieces really ever aim to have a particular message, um, but most of the time what's happening is I just go to this comic book shop that also sells porn, and I just flip through the magazines and find images that I find aesthetically pleasing to me already, and also like viable to be changed. Like I, if there's a good amount of skin showing, that's what I'm looking for. And like in this one, the pink bubbles just really seal the deal along with that like middle school photo background. Yeah. So it's really for me, it's kind of like putting another existing layer on a layer of art that already exists. But I, I don't know. Is it art? You decide. Yeah, <laughs> that, that should be everybody's yes. right to decide. I think it was the pink column that really just, and also like you can tell it was been painted over and it's kind of like cheaply done. Oh, yeah. and I was obsessed with it's it. It's very wonderful. <laughs> now, you've actually published a book uh, yes. with some of this work in it. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about that. The book is basically a collection of, I think like 120 different images I made between the ages of 18 and 22 probably. So just kind of a collection of four years of collages that were always really just meant to be me. It's meditation for me to create them, really. Um, it's like a it's more hobby to me than art in a way. But having the vast quantity of them, and I think a few, uh, you know, really just do stand out for me as having you know, looking back on and being like, oh, this is the emotional purpose it serves for me as, you know, it being like six years ago that I made this thing. I mean, some of them get really strong and pull their opposite reactions, but it's also like a way to make, it's not porn exactly, like there's not always penetration happening, but it's like, okay, this is like from smut magazines, but it's kind of pared down so that you can enjoy it. 
Yeah, in or a like in a new way. It just makes it about something different, and what that is is up to you to decide. There you go. I, I think that's extremely well put. Um, Thanks. Well, obviously we want to reach out to people. This next picture we have from your Instagram is with a friend of our show, a friend of yours, Ooh. a friend of all oh, of ours, Buck. the the legend. Tell yes, us Buck about Angel. The Buck Angel. Um, Buck Angel is a trans activist who has been, you know, I get vo vocal about trans rights since the 1970s, I want to say. So, yeah, and Buck creates a masturbation sleeve, um, you know, that is marketed towards trans men, but can really be enjoyed by a lot of different people. It's kind of just like a smaller suction cup sex toy that can be used by anybody. And I think it's just cool because you don't really see that. Most of most masturbation sleeves are like, you know, the the fleshlight or longer tube-like things that like, yeah, you could use on any genitalia, but doesn't get that suction. So. Totally. Yeah, Buck, and I know Buck a fellow innovator. weed enthusiast. Fellow weed enthusiast, sex toy innovator. Yes. Man about town. Hell yeah. Buck Angel. Uh, we got another one from your Instagram. Speaking of art, speaking of friends, speaking of pushing the envelope, uh, this is oh, yes. sort of something where I feel like the erotic kind of merges with the creative in a way that's very unique. Tell us more about this picture. So... I mean, I just like, my brain is just transported back to that exact day, honestly. Uh, it was a very, it's one of my favorite episodes of sex stuff that we shot, but this is Genevieve and Temba of Sacred Sadism, and they put me in a latex vacuum sucky bed. But what makes what they do special is they kind of like make you a flower pressing. Like, you know, I'm just some dusty old Bible with a work of art inside. Um, <laughs> you know. I don't know, that was like one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had sensuously. Uh, <laughs> you should really see the episode we did. If you just search sex stuff and sacred sadism, it will surely come up on your web browser. But oh my God, I feel like it's like ASMR for me to just look at that picture. <laughs> it's wild. Now, what is the physical experience like when you're in there? Oh, so it's essentially like you are a turkey inside of a vacuum sealer at the grocery store. Pick, pick your sealed product. But like, I think the closest thing I, to what I had ever experienced before is like going to the very bottom of the deep end, right. including the ears popping sensation because it was, it's, it was a bit scary for me um, and it made my sinuses feel a bit funny for a couple days. But also, I didn't wear earplugs, and wearing earplugs greatly reduces the risk. But it was just like kind of also beautiful how uncomfortable it was for me. I enjoyed that's kind of part of my personality. I'm like, I want to do all the uncomfortable. I, I like to like immerse myself in my phobias. I was never afraid of tight spaces, but like, whew, I like sitting with that like anxiety feeling a lot. Now, how did you how did you breathe? <laughs> Um, through a hole for my mouth, and my tongue waggling out was my safe word or my safe action. You oh, know. Wow, very nuanced. I like it a lot. Yes, now, speak, it was amazing. One of the best experiences of my life. Shout out honestly. to Sacred Sadism. Yes. innovating like that. Yes. Um, we've got another one. It has some innovation in it. This is a photograph that's a little bit unlike 
other photographs I've seen. Mr. Potato Head. Tell me about this photograph, me. Zoe. I don't know. I just really am obsessed with that face in whole uh, filter on the the Insta, like the instant Instagram. You're really pushing the envelope with this one. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've shown more of my body in other images on Instagram. It's just, um, I like being sexy, but then giving something like really grotesque that you're like forced to look at if you want to absorb the sexy. <laughs> so it's kind of like like me being like this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> True that. <laughs> True that. Now, what, tell me about some reactions you've gotten to your work. What is what we spoke about your mom a little bit earlier. What did she think? You know, my mom. We spoke to her. Oh, uh, spoke about her. Yes. Yeah. yes. Look how stoned on I am. I'm like. Bleh. Um, I mean, we could call your mom too if that would be uh, preferred. But you know, I don't I think know. We could I feel like she, I usually get her consent before doing that. But yeah, that consent is important, guys. That's a, a very important lesson. I'm sure that like. At a future date, she would love to. Okay. But yeah. also, I know she We're likes to be prepared when she is like live. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I respect you, mom. She's probably watching. Hi. Well, it's you. funny you mentioned mom, and I, I mentioned mom family. because we have one of your mom actually <laughs> oh, from the Instagram. Oh my God, I love there that she picture. Is. That's outside of our fave restaurant. Well, it's one of mine. It's a ve or it's a veggie, <laughs> vegan, vegan restaurant. Yes, uh, Peace Food Cafe in New York. One of my faves. Beautiful. Yeah. That's a nice day. Does mom like visiting New York with you? Um, oh, she lives there. Oh, she, she lives was, there. She was raised there. Her side of the family is like from there. And I don't know, I just visited there growing up a lot because it's not that far away from Maryland and always loved the city. So it kind of feels at home visiting her in New York. I used to live in New York. Um, Good times. Now, what yeah. what neighborhoods did you like to chill in when you were a kid? Oh Do you have God. memories? Do you have strong memories? Upper West Side, like oh, Central Park. Interesting, you say that. I was always just a big fan of Soho because <laughs> shopping. So, oh God, not Consumer, not guys. Lie. Consumerism, Consumerism always wins. Oh fuck, you're so right. It's true. Ugh. Consumerism even though always it's wins. Like, even if it's just like walking around and window shopping. Like, oh yeah, oh. you don't have to buy anything, guys. You just feel good doing it. Get, yeah. a little, get a little exercise. Take a little peek at the world. You know. I think I also just really like Chinatown. I like. I like boba tea. <laughs> What's your? Do you have a boba flavor? Are you like a green tea mm, milk boba? Passion fruit. Wow, passion fruit going full, full sweet, yes. full fruit. Yes, I love a Plus sweet bobes. drink in general. Okay. I like sparkling red wine, which is very sweet. And a lambrusco, even. It's so good. I love rosé. You know. Yeah. I mean, sparkling wine. Who can argue with that? I can. I cannot. <laughs> another think thing. It's way too sweet, and I'm like, I love it. There's another thing that I can't argue with that is from your Instagram. <laughs> I believe it is a pair of panties emblazoned oh, no! with the vice, vice president Mike Pence. <laughs> oh my Pence. god! I like wore I those cannot the other night. Argue <laughs> with this image. I have no arguments. I have no statements. You you can tell oh me a little God. bit more. These okay, are some so special for, panties. Well, okay, so this is a um, an underwear brand, Cute Fruit Fruit Undies. They sent these to me, and I was like, why not? They're actually the most comfortable period underwear I have. Um, and at first, I was like really not into the idea of like having. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mike Pence or Trump's face like on my crotch but whatever I was just like look it's like my period blood when it's like brown and like it's like my like bloody like life-giving turds like there you go um I don't know it's just like funny it just makes me laugh and I, I think it's like <laughs> pretty edge edgy or whatever i don't know but it's um Guys, it's all, it's it's, all I mean, it's like gross i'm like ew <laughs> but that's how i feel looking at mike pence like individually of like my brown like <laughs> blood smears yeah i mean yeah. you you have to see him through the lens of the blood smear and through the lens <laughs> clearly i mean he's trying to regulate the damn thing of course it makes sense uh, but also, it totally comes across as like, um, like obnoxious, cringe SJW stuff. Like, <laughs> like I'm sure that's a, that's also like a it's like a great stereotype of that from me as well. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Thanks, Mike Pence. You're doing your thing. <laughs> we have yeah. another one that also is kind of doing your thing. Uh, you're in the park, no, and you are you are. <laughs> Posing a very important topic Oh my god, somebody made this. I wish I knew who you were, but like whoever the creator of this was, you did a great job. Yeah, great job. Very convincing, gets across the message, and <laughs> is putting out in the world. People should remember that the meme isn't always one-dimensional. Uh, squirt is not pee. Yeah, you know, I'm like also holding a cup right now, so like... Liquid is, liquid is important, you know? <laughs> Liquid is very important. You know, somebody, you should know about squirt versus pee. Somebody recently was bringing up that, like, I'm sure I'm doing a terrible job of, like, summarizing this, but they were just like, oh, you know, you're kind of, like, minimizing the entire thing by making it, like, a, about just not being pee. It's like, it's like a bigger thing than that. It's really just more, like, about, like, and even just in saying squirt isn't pee, it's like, there's not enough context to some people, for some people, to really like even, it's like it's making too specific of a statement, yeah. I think, because it's more just like the general policing of the, you know, external aspects of like sexuality of a vulva, sexuality of anything that is non conforming to a penis, really. And kind of like that that sanctity and like emasculation that happens for some people when um, sexuality that isn't like ma super masculine male like whatever like um, I'm not doing a good job job choosing my words right now. It's but, okay. But you know what I mean. It's 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 being too specific when the real reality is just. Um, there's such a double standard when it comes to the things our bodies are allowed to do and what's expected of them and the pressure. Like, it's not like I'm fucking squirting all over the place. Like, I'm not saying that this is like what the sex you have should be like and like, or nor that that's what you should be striving for. But if that's what you want, it shouldn't be like so difficult to access information to. And when you access it, you're getting misinformation like that it's pee. That's, that's, so I'm kind of like, I love this so much. And I'm like, I think I have a new perspective moving forward right. on it where I'm just like, let's make it bigger. Like, well, let's be accepting of yes. all liquids. 
Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's really about... Let's, let's talk be... about pee play. Can yes. we? Oh my God. You know, not enough people want to talk about liquid pee Liquid acceptance. You know, I just think that's the I wish we had an Instagram photo to be well, the caption for pee play, but we definitely don't. Guys, love your liquids. It's an important thing. Drink yes. liquids. Love liquids. Oh my God. Stay liquid. Uh, we're going to give a shout out to our sponsors really quick here on About That Time. Swami Select, making wonderful cannabis in the outdoors, grown in Mendocino. Candy pens, makers of wonderful vaporizers. You should check them out. We smoke the ruby on the set, not just because I'm Noah Rubin. You know. Um, okay, guys, we do another segment here on About That Time. We Yay. call it Roll the News. We look at some headlines from around the world and discuss Sweet, them. I love segments, honestly. Guys, this is a segment for seg any segment lovers out there. Guys, you're ready to be excited. We are going to do a segment. Uh, the first story from tonight's installment of Roll the News. Uh, the VA will explore medical marijuana, but only if federal law changes. There was an interview uh, with the Secretary of Veterans Affairs, uh, Robert Wilk. Uh, this was on Friday. Hmm. Uh, they're going to explore it, but federal law needs to come first. I mean, I think that's pretty reasonable given that it's a federal organization. Absolutely. Uh, but it's important that they're having the conversation, you know? <sighs> God, yeah, it really needs to change because, uh, well, I, I guess that's like one of the big conversations we're having in America right now. Is it up to the states? or? But it's like, oh, God, I've been ticketed by federal law over, like, having cannabis, um, you know, when I thought I was in a safe spot because of the state I was in. It's very confusing, and I think that it's, like, really up for, like, reconsideration in general. And it's just got so many, like, healing properties uh, for, like, just emotional, psychological stuff for some of us. And I think that uh, there's so much good that can be wielded and harnessed. I mean, we've uh, researched acid. Let's go for, you know... Yeah, it's gonna be. Let's I hate to be a letdown. Everyone in that acid research lab, weed days. is gonna be I mean, a major letdown for you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pre prepare to be disappointed. Yes. Anyway, VA, shout out to you. Being open to cures as long as they keep up with federal law, I think that's pretty logical. The next story we have on Roll the News is about someone we're pretty excited about. We like yeah. in general, uh, Michelle Obama. She's the woman. Um, she just wrote a book about herself, her autobiography, Becoming. Ooh. I believe it is out today. Oh, cool. Um, it is her story. Uh, in this book, she reveals that she smoked pot. Of course. Michelle Obama. We, I mean, we kind of assumed that was already the case, right? Now, here's a question. It might sound a little implied. Do you think she takes bong rips, or does she smoke <laughs> a blunt? Or... Ooh. I think she probably has, like, some cool pipes. And like also smokes joints, I'd imagine. I'm right and maybe, in the maybe she vapes? Vape pen. I think so. <laughs> the sweet little the, yo, I'm gonna buy, I will buy Michelle Obama oh, sweet vape. I'm sure she smokes flowers. <laughs> they're called they're called they're called Shelly O's. Shelly O's vape pen. I'm ready. Well, um, Michelle Obama You know the answer to this. Oh, okay. shout, shout out to you. She's being open about her previous cannabis usage. Uh, Barack Yay. Obama, he was open about his cannabis usage and yes. other drug usage in his mm. autobiography, uh, pushing the conversation forward. The best. Um, now, she was best. asked uh, about this. She said, that's what I did. That's part of the becoming story. Everybody had something they had to work through, something they were figuring out. I don't, well, that's interesting because it sounds like she at least viewed it more as like a tool to help like her get through something. 
based on that statement. Maybe I misunderstood it. No, no. Like, I think that's about you know, right. I think that's interesting. I agree. She has two daughters who, you know, their cannabis uses has also oh been, God. you know, something that's been debated in the news, talked about in right. the news. So it's interesting they to be were a public in, like, figure. They were like in friends of friends' social circles. I never like met them, but like I had friends in like the D.C. private school well, system. Yes, because you grew up in uh, Maryland. Yeah. I went to Quaker school, which oh, was nice. private. Shout out to Quakers. You know? I loved Quaker school. It's definitely part of like why I'm like I express myself and <laughs> Thank you, Quakers, for letting Zoe express herself. Damn it. Quakers, you Hey, her. I mean You're quaking you know. out quaking out here. <laughs> How it goes. I didn't even know it was like affiliated with Christianity for the longest time because it's just like it's not part of the curriculum. Yeah, they're good at being chill about it. Yeah, it's very chill. Yeah. So <laughs> Good. Shout out to Michelle Obama for being chill. Shout out to Quakers for being chill too, I guess. Mm -hmm. We have one more story uh, okay. from a friend of Yay. the family. Uh, this one is about the Mr. Snoop Dogg. Oh, hello. Uh, he recently popped on social media and did a protest of Donald Trump by going to the White House, the park across from the White House, and smoking a blunt. Yeah. A Social media protest by Snoop Dogg, if you will. Interesting. Smoking a blunt in front of the White House. I think that's cute. What do you think? I Well, I don't know what the D.C. laws are. I uh, think you that can, they're recreational, right? They're recreational, so he yet, wasn't breaking but it, any it's laws a strange even. economy because I oh, think yeah. it can't be like sold properly. So you have to buy like a $50 juice and you get like, like free weed. Oh, we, yeah. That's so like, like Amsterdam yeah, kind like of vibe. It's like trading. It's like mm -hmm, a barter, mm -hmm. pseudo barter system. You anyway, know, Mr. Snoop posting up. Should we make this like a bigger event, Zoe? Do you think we should have like the White House lawn smoke out? Just like everyone who's kind of pissed at Trump and wants to smoke some to weed? It is a good place to have a protest. I, so growing up in the area, there was this lady who lived in a bubble and was protesting, I believe, just nuclear war in Jenner. In, in Jenner, in uh, general. In general. And she general lived Jenner. In, she lived in this like, and <laughs> no. this like um, clear bubble out on on the mall right outside, and I, and I just thought it was very bizarre. First of all, and she, you know, it was like a whole situation. Like, it looked very futuristic in this way, but people would just come bring her food, and she had just been there for decades. Like, and I, I think it's like. It was always impressed upon me as like a very interesting space to protest in. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know if I was in front of the White House, I think I would like totally be down to smoke a J in front of the White House. And then I would also probably do some type of like booty flash mooning moment as well. Booty flash mooning moments. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Exactly. It happens. Shout out to Mr. Snoop. Shout out to the protest. It sounds like this park is a lit protest destination. Yes. Per Zoe. So now we, we know more about where and when to find our protests. It, should we seek them out? Yes. Um, okay. Now, Zoe, this is a little bit more of a controversial moment. Oh, wow. Because we're going to enter into the astrology time oh. zone. And, <laughs> you know, that was, I don't know if that was the type of controversy you thought we were talking about, but... The bottom line is that, you know, not everybody is down with the horoscope. The horoscope, some people read their, their horoscope yes. every day. Some people don't. Oh, some people think it's flash. full of crap. Tell us about your relationship with the horoscope. Okay, so <clears throat> I am, um, first of all, I really don't personally believe in any of it as a way of like being able to predict the future or really anything. I think that it 
is a cool thing to project like personality and intention into. And I guess I'm just like more of a skeptic in general when it comes to it. But having said that, I am a Taurus and a Gemini rising and an Aquarius moon. Yeah, it's important to, <laughs> even if you're not that into it, it's important to know right. some basic facts. But yeah, it was funny because like we had talked about this a little bit before and I was like, I'm gonna make fun of astrology, I'm not into it. <laughs> but um, but here we are. Here we are. In so, what did, what are we what what do you have for me? Well, what I have for you is a couple statements that we got from your horoscope and you just tell us if you think it's on point or not. Okay. This is okay. your opportunity to, to take All right, shots I'll project at the my horoscope. intention into it. Okay, Sounds ready? Good. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, she has ab- this lighting is I know. doing We're in astrology time, yeah, guys. The lighting gets lighting. lit. Okay. <laughs> Number 1, she has absolutely no cynicism. Are you a absolutely no cynical type of gal? I'm pretty on the side of cynicism in general. My my boyfriend is actually the more optimistic one who kind of does the bringing me down to earth. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I go through waves, I'd say. Okay. It's, it's, it's cycles it's more, of cynicism. Yeah, it's, it's a little yeah. more fluid. I absolutely mm-hmm. no. That's a pretty strong way to phrase it. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. no. Yeah. No, that I'm that. not that peppy, honestly. Okay. I'm emo a lot. We're all, we all have our emo moments. Yeah. It's good to be in touch with that. Okay, here's another one from your horoscope. <laughs> she is a model of good health habits. Ooh. What do you think? Is the horoscope on point here? Are uh, you a model of good health habits? Wow, that is so relative because by <laughs> some standards, like absolutely, and then by other standards, like definitely not. So, you know, everything in moderation. I wouldn't, I would say I, I strive for that and I, you know, more often than not succeed at being, you know, no health issues to date, and I feel very, very thankful for that. So, I don't know, but I'm 26, and as I age, I'm just like, oh, God, like, I know what being older is going to feel like. How many like, green my juices knees, am I going to have to drink? My knees already hurt okay. when it rains in Michigan. I'm serious. I've already fractured a hip, but I'm healthy, you know? Sure. <laughs> You've got to eat those healing foods. You've got to yes. take your vitamins. Right. Do you take a vitamin? Do I take a vitamin? What? I take vitamin D. <laughs> don't, I, like, I actually do. I didn't even mean that as a joke. It was kind of came on. I couldn't, I I couldn't tell. I, I couldn't tell. Is she telling a joke right now or does she just down with the sun? You know? uh. Well, we'll, we'll let you guys X. decide. That's the thing with great art. We, you have to let others decide. Okay, we have another element from your okay. horoscope. Mm-hmm can be reticent about believing in her dreams. Have you had to fight for that dream? Struggle to really own it. I feel so in the middle on this one, honestly. Like, yes and no. I would have to say this is fully in waves for me. I think that there have been times where I've been, like, really down on myself or maybe, like, just in a toxic relationship or not in a good living situation or just like yeah there were times I didn't believe in myself but also I believe in myself you know I think that's the nature Somewhere of being a human being Somewhere in the middle. kind of sounds like being a human being doesn't yeah. It? yeah yeah it's kind of it yeah but love that, these questions you know they're great 
thanks to the horoscope. Thank you, horoscope. May not be on point, but no, writes really good great questions. Talking points. Great there talking you go. points. Thank See, you, it's horoscope. Cool. It's really just doing draw. doing the work for me. Yes. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> okay. Element number four from the horoscope: uh, capable of parlaying a small amount of money into a healthy nest egg. What do you capable. think? Capable. I. I mean, you I are. Say you I'm are capable. Yeah, you're. You are an entrepreneur, Zoe. I, yes. I like your entrepreneurial spirit. Oh my the, god. The lane. My dad was actually just very intense about making sure I was financially competent, and I'm very thankful for that. Like, he was like, this is how you sign a check. This is how you pay, pay credit card payments. And he'd made a credit card, like, in my name when I was, like, a tween and just, like, made small payments and built credit for me. Like, because my dad was just like, you're going to, like, you're going to know how to, like, take care of yourself one day. That's a really good thing to teach your kids, wouldn't yeah, you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's mean, kind of weird. I feel like it was like a little bit intense. A little maybe, intense on his hands? Yeah. But, yeah, but again, like, here you are, thankful for it yes, later down the line. I feel capable. Like, you know, the world is crazy. You never know what's going to happen. I wouldn't say I've got it. Like, you know, like I need to, I need to, I enjoy working so much and I'd rather just like keep momentum going. And, and I feel like as a 26-year-old, it's like, you gotta start thinking about that shit eventually, right? Like, I'm not a teen anymore, but I'm also, like, I'm a baby adult. I'm just really just a baby adult still. So I, I'm capable. I don't okay. know where I'm going with this. Nor I, but I okay. think that it's cool that you have the competence in the financial realm, and you're, and you're an entrepreneur. You're out there building a brand. God. Showing people cool things. There's a lot of things. It's a that, lot. Let's talk a moment about Shop Spectrum Boutique. Okay. What, are, what are some of the things that you are trying to bring to the world uh, with the shop? Really just a fun and inspirational assortment of sex things, really. It's um, been exciting because it's way, way more than just toys and vibrators at this point. There's like wearable things and BDSM stuff, which there wasn't originally. We've got a really good book section on its own if you're just looking for sex books. Um, and I'm hoping to, I mean, I, I will be expanding that to much more. I, it's really just kind of like a res. I want it to be more of a resource realm. Um, and honestly, I just love talking to people about their sex questions. And um, I don't know. It's really just a way. I, I now, like, is that something that's always been the case? That I enjoy talking to people? Mm -hmm, about their sex um, questions. Since I was like maybe 21 or 22, the past five or six years, yes, I wouldn't have thought I would have been so good at it, but I, th I think I just found it. Um, somebody suggested that I might enjoy it, and I did. <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's, it it's toes the line between like therapeutic for, for me as the person talking to another person and just like really... Uh, a, a way of understanding what is going on in the world socially and sexually with people and really getting in detail feedback just in conversation with people when it comes to sex things. Um, it, I just very much enjoy being a part of that, like, like fostering that dialogue. It makes me so happy. Reasonable. <laughs> I think that's very reasonable. Well, that was astrology time. I think the horoscope... Oh! The horoscope, you know, I don't think it was on point per se, no. but I think it definitely asked us interesting questions to your Absolutely. earlier point, you know? Absolutely. The stars are sometimes yes. a great source of uh, questions that make you look within yourself for, <laughs> mm -hmm. for deep answers uh, 
sometimes in astrology contexts. Oh, lights again. Here we are. Lights are back. Astrology time is done. Uh, Zoe, we like to make sure on about that time that we give you an opportunity to tell the folks out there what they should be checking for uh, from your world on the horizon. Ah, well, it, let's see. It's about to be the holidays, but I am... Tis the season. I guess it's difficult to say because I am working on a lot of things that are not ready for announcement yet. But lots of written works and... Um, a, a curation of written works by other people um, on my sex toy store, spectrumboutique.com. And in general, you can follow me on at Thongria. And let's see. I'm always making porn collages. And if you ever want anything specifically designed for you, for whatever reason, I've been really into doing custom, like, custom yeah, orders. Totally, that's pretty hot for like the holidays. Yeah, I've been spent. I've been honestly just writing, writing, writing. I'm really trying to put more educational, like a like a larger volume of educational works out. Um, so it's interesting to work on a longer term project when you're somebody so used to instant gratification. Oh, <laughs> isn't that just the paradox of today? Yes. Yes. That's how it goes. <laughs> anyway, Zoe, thank you so much for joining us. Mary Jane, thank you for checking in. This has been about that time. Mwah, thank it's been you beautiful, so much. Guys. This was such a lovely little cozy moment. And thank you, Animal Friends. Thank for you, Animal me. Friends, the Critter Click, Zoe Ligon, Mary Jane, about that time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.